Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on everybody? My name is Carter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Hero Zero. This is the Hero Story Podcast and we're back again talking all the weeks. Nothing, Sean. It's superhero talk. What? <laughs> I was led to believe we will be talking about something today. <laughs> we are talking one comic book character as we do every single week. Oh, he's back on track. I am back on track. I lost it there for a second. <laughs> um, we talk about their good fights, their bad fights and we just kind of have a bit of a general discussion about a certain character that they don't, they don't normally get the, the fanfare. The, yeah, the attention they deserve, maybe. So, who did you do last week, Sean? I did Richard Ryder, a.k.a. Nova. Exactly. And the week before that, I did Madame Fatale, the greatest hero of all time. Uh, uh, that has ever or will ever exist. Exactly. So, this week, we are doing a certain character that is... You might hear that it's kind of a combination of two different characters. Oh. One Catman. Ca- Catman. It's very close to something else. Yes. But it's Catman. Okay. Yes. I'll, I'll be on board. Catman... Uh, first appeared have you ever heard of Catman by the way uh, I think in Fairly Odd Parents Adam West plays Catman <laughs> actually yeah, that's yeah. True. <laughs> uh, Catman first appeared in Detective Comics January 1963 and he was created by Bill Finger and Jim Mooney Bill Finger the Batman he's creator of Batman along mm, with Bob Kane seems similar now we're go- <laughs> exa- no it's very similar yeah. what? B B what's the next letter oh <laughs> Kill Finger <laughs> No, Bill. <laughs> um, so, he was actually created um, during the 60s when the Batman 60 show was out. Oh, okay. And they were camping the shit out of Batman. Everyone loved campy Batman. And so they were coming up with all these really campy heroes. And the hero they came up with was one Catman, was another one of these heroes. But what does Catman do? So, good one. Um, <laughs> Thomas Blake was the product of a rich, sadistic father and an actress turned trophy wife mother. His father was obsessed with grooming Thomas to be a man and constantly derided him for being too close to his mother. Best way to raise your son. Absolutely. Talk talk down to him all the time. Talk shit. Be a little prick. (laughs) 
<laughs> what are you, dickhead or something? It's my birthday. <laughs> um, his father wanted a man and not a mama's boy, Sean. The real target of his father's abuse, however, was his mother. Oh, no. Turns out he's not just a bad guy to his son. This guy's not a very nice man to his wife either. From probably not to anyone. Um, when Thomas was nine years old, she had enough and intended to leave. But Thomas's father would not allow it. Seemed a third decision. Yeah. Thomas grabbed a hunting rifle to come, to, come to her aid... So he's like, his mother's in, a- in danger. I will kill anyone, yeah. especially my bastard of a father. But his father caused the gun to go off and shoot his mother in the chest. Oh, no. Yes. So who's who really killed his mother? Exactly. It was him. Um, it was the child's fault. Um, I'm, I was going to say something about guns, but we're not going to get into that. As his father... F- <laughs> I don't like guns. That's a a strong stance. (laughs) As his father phoned the police to turn him in for the murder. Thomas... Sorry, the father is... Yeah, I know, he's a good guy. What what a dickhead. What are you talking about? Three murderers. He was trying to take slaps at his wife. Yeah. And... And his kid just turned up and shot his... How dare you shoot my wife that I was about to kill anyway? (laughs) You took my kill. (laughs) You took my kill. It's like Call of Duty. It's a legitimate strategy. (laughs) As his father phoned the police to turn him in for the murder, Thomas then stabbed him with a hunting knife and let his father Jeez, bleed Thomas out. is having a busy day. Tom has now killed his mother, well, not his mother, his father, and his mother is also dead. So he's he started off as a Joe character, yeah. then they added some grit. Bit of grit. Bit of grit. Um, despite everything, Tom Blake grew up to become very much like his father. He, do, he too became a world-famous trapper of jungle cats, but he turned to a life of crime after he, because he had grown bored with hunting and, de- and had de- depleted most of his fortune. So he spent his just time hunting. Yeah, okay. And just, you know, whining and dining. Kind probably. of like maybe one, a hunter from Marvel. Let's um, not speak of that episode. Absolutely not the worst episode ever. And uh, Nobody's craving that. Um, he became <laughs> nice. a burglar who committed his crimes in a cat suit made out of an ancient African cloth he believed to give him a cat's nine lives. And did it? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or was it just an expensive piece of Um, fabric? So, uh, his costume was modelled after Catwoman's disguise, obviously. Catwoman helped Batman catch the criminal because she was not pleased with him copying her costume. And M.O. It was the 60s, so she's like, he's dressed like me, let's get him. One of us is going to have to change. The two (laughs) costumes... They won't turn up to the party. Oh, Oh, God. This is embarrassing. This is, this is awkward. The two costume criminals would have a competitive love-hate relationship for many years afterwards, which included Selina Kyle being wrongly accused for Catman's crimes at least once. Oh. Um, his weapons of choice was a cat o' nine tails, which is a multi-tailed whip. Kinky. K- very kinky. So he was very quickly defeated by Batman. Um, <laughs> almost immediately. <laughs> uh, absolutely almost like just... He didn't last very long. He was just completely gone, right? So he soon returned to Gotham with a new criminal plan. During his time, he managed to recruit Batwoman. And Blake provided her with a a Catwoman costume, which resembled his own. The Catman outfit. Okay. Yes. I've been flying through this. Yeah. But Catman was raised terribly. He became a criminal. Then he's like, I'm going to test myself. Okay, the murder thing came later. That was a very dark, gritty thing. But at the start, he was a joke. Okay. And he came to Gotham and he was easily defeated. Very much like the Condiment King and all that stuff, right? Just a joke character. Um, But now he's back, right? 
Now he's they're still writing him like an idiot, but that's what can you do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he turns up and he gets Bat- uh, Catwoman on his side. However, this was a mistake on Blake's part, as Catwoman led Batman and Robin to his hideout, and he was forced to retreat on the boat. Right. Right. Um, and which crashed on the sea, apparently killing him. Apparently. Uh, mm, that's a good word. And that was the end of your report. It was re- later revealed the reason why Catman managed to survive. He always gets like blown up. Yeah. Or like. Shot or they never off, find a body, but they never bit. find them. Every every appearance he ever made, it's that African cloth. It it was later revealed that the reason why Catman managed to survive those deadly accidents was because part of his cat suit was made out of a magical cloth that granted the wearer nine lives, just like a cat. Very on brand. Very on brand. Um, that's fucking. That's a lot to just nine. Uh, yeah, and just to ask a comic reader to accept that. <laughs> Like, it's, it's a fucking cloth. He, he can be killed nine times. It was the 60s, though. I imagine he's been killed more than nine times, though. Yeah, but if he's that dumb. Yeah. He just ends up losing. He'd just walk into traffic. Uh, when Catman learned of this, he used it to his advantage, which you would do. You would. Um, so, escaping from Batman and Robin by exposing his life... He basically just would, would always just like jump off a building and then he'd just like land, die and then walk it off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then run away. <laughs> what, like how does it work? Does he wake up in bed? Does he... Uh, no, I think he just like wakes up wherever he landed. So or if he, he exploded or something. What if he's tied at the bottom of the ocean? Would that happen nine times oh, and then he'd die for real? See, I don't think there was much science to it. I want that in my 60s comic books. Do what, they, they actually read, read between the lines? Yeah, or just that they, you know, level out some level of logic nah don't worry about it um, so Catwoman was blamed for his crimes mm-hmm. uh, he returned to Gotham and initially Catwoman was of course blamed the truth was eventually discovered by Catwoman and Batman who tracked down Catman to his lair right the cat lair the cat lair he also has a cat car and cat batarangs but we're not going to get into that cataracts cataracts surely. I mean, surely they're called cataracts and he has cataracts he can't see very well <laughs> he's always walking into things that's why he's always walking off mountains yeah <laughs> uh, Catman used a deadly trap to eliminate them while he travelled to Greece to sell the stolen goods in return for his own private island so he stole some goods mm. Catwoman and Batman are on his tail he but sets a trap for them Catches them. A cat catches them. Catch um, oh, good. Oh, yeah. Um and then he's gonna go buy his own private island with the money he makes. Surely right? that's going to draw some attention to him. Yes. Which he planned to turn into a criminal haven and retreat. His plans were foiled by one Batman and Catwoman again. Oh no. Um who tracked him down and caused his apparent demise again. <laughs> Just hang around for an hour. <laughs> Until he comes back. <laughs> Although, because of the magical properties of his suit, Catman survived again. Good God. <laughs> so, this happens repeatedly. Like, he just keeps coming back to Gotham. Yeah. He sets a load of traps, and Catwoman and Batman beat him. Repeatedly. Over and over and over. That's, that's how his stories go. And he was basically a joke, right? Yeah. Um, later on, after a long absence, I mean like 40 years. So we're in the 2000s Sorry, now. Um so this was the 60s. No, he returned in the 90s. Like, 93, I think. Okay. Uh, first. So, after long as Catman resurfaced when his pet tiger escaped and started killing people in Gotham. Why does he have a pet tiger? Oh, cats, I cat, Look, come on now. Um, although Gatman tried to take the tiger back, he took the chance to confront Batman, forcing him to fight the animal. So he's... He's Just, like, fight my tiger! <laughs> bet you you can't. <laughs> Tenor. A double dog dare you. <laughs> double I mean, cat dare double you. Double dog cat dare you. Yeah, you're right. Um, 
Batman managed to capture the tiger and Bat- Catman was attacked by Catwoman. This is the Bat Tiger now. <laughs> who sought to clear her name after she was blamed for Catman's crimes again right sensing a theme here it's very much a team right despite his utter defeat Catman was not captured he would usually spend time in Blackgate Penitentiary eventually Blake left the villain game and became a couch potato oh he just hangs around now so what they did was he was a joke for like 40 years and what they did was because he never turned up, yeah, he would just turn up like once every seven years and just be defeated in that issue. Right. He'd be like, you'll never get me. Oh, I'm caught. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. I'm dead. I've returned. I've returned. Oh, I'm dead again. Oh, well, I only have nine appearances before yeah. like, I, can't, I can't come back anymore. I can't so, die every time. Yeah. So one a decade. Um, so, as I said, after several particularly humiliating run-ins with the Green Arrow, however, he decided to shape up again. So he reappears in um, this is the late 90s and he came up and he's like really fat and right. Green Arrow and Roy Harper just beat the shit out of him because they would because they would because they're bad guys they're right? bullies they're, they're picking up picking on him right <laughs> they, they discover him and he's like he's just in his bathrobe and he's just like he's massive he's like the dude yeah in he's just like looking at them like what <laughs> and they beat the do? shit out of him because it's like it's Catman <laughs> He's not posing as Batman. The greatest right now. criminal Batman's ever seen. The only man Batman could never kill. <laughs> Seven times. Yeah. Um, however, he decided to shape up again. Oh, after all, he had montage. Get... And this is where Catman gets interesting. Up until this point, not much to him. Yeah, he actually becomes a very interesting and likable character. Because he decides to shape up again, and he has recently decided to re- return to his old community after many years of training in Africa. He's also no longer exclusively a villain, working with both heroes and villains as a one-and-off member of the Secret Six. So he remained in limbo until around 2003, when he resurfaced as a minor foe of the Green Arrow. Um, it was shown that, as I said, Catman had become a pathetic, overweight loser, looked down upon by other villains, and defeated by the Green Arrow without any real effort. <laughs> Just right? one punch. Just beat the shit out of a man in the bathrobe, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> We've all been there. His hair had been dyed black, which he thought made him look tougher. Um, see, that's face you have now, which... Oh, that's the face everyone had, right? I get you. And not only was he still hitting on his girlfriends, but apparently he wore his old costume under his regular clothes, just in case. Oh. <laughs> That's real sad. At one point, over Old Grudge, Mansoor Mala sent Warp to abduct Blake, the implication being that he had met a rather grisly end as Mala's dinner. Blake alluded to this during events of the Villains United, which I don't know what that is. You know you've hit rock bottom when a monkey and a Frenchman don't consider you worth killing, he said. Fuck. <laughs> so nobody... Bit racist. No, okay, yeah, look, it was 2003. <laughs> no, so the thing about this is, literally all the villains... Have no desire to kill him. They're just like he. You're just a piece of trash. He's like you're not worth the time. Yeah, like it doesn't matter, right? Um. So during the events of Villains United, this is during the Secret Six. Um. I'll move on to this because this is where he got start getting cool. So he's okay. down every time we've haven't we've seen him like six times in about forty five years, and every single time he just gets the shit out of him. And the last time we seen him, he was a big fat man that Green Arrow beat the shit out of. Yeah, he was. Like they say, he was just pitiful. So during the events of Villains United, Catman resurfaced, and people were like, he's a joke. But it was revealed that actually Catman had gone back to his roots in an attempt to remake himself as a man. After a failed attempt at suicide, 
Fuck. He, he returned to Africa and began living with a pride of lions. He lost weight and regained his sense of self-worth and fighting skills, becoming even more than a warrior than he had previously ever been. This perfect existence, however, will be shattered by the arrival of recruiters from the secret society of supervillains, who are attempting to unite all of Earth's supervillains under their control. So this Fuck. group of villains turn up and they're like, they just they turn up and they're just kind of like, um, do you want to join our crew? Yeah. You can make loads of money. Catman was one of the very few villains who refused, and it was embarrassing to have a nobody like Catman refuse them. So they were completely just like, well, fuck you. Yeah. That dickhead. But, but other people were like, listen, Catman didn't join him. Yeah. He would have. And so what he did was, he would have joined them probably when he was like, down in his luck. Yeah. He would have he been delighted with any sort of contact. But he's gone back to his roots. He's lived with lions for like six months in the comic books. Yeah. And now he's built a, like a tank again. And he's just won. He's yeah. Just, he's back to... He's just himself. He's like literally the best he's ever been. Yeah. At this point. And he wants to do good. Okay. This is where he gets interested because he wants to turn his life around and become a better man. Um, so, as I said, they were embarrassed that a nobody, the catman, refused him. They slaughtered his entire family of lions because what? he refused to join their villain, villain group. Jesus. Right? So he literally just got back on his feet and now they've killed his whole family, all his All of his lions. It was later revealed that the, uh, although Catman had taught Deathstroke that had done the job um, under orders of Lex Luthor, it had actually been Deadshot under orders from Mockingbird to coerce Batman into join Catman into joining his team. Catman vowed revenge against the society, which you would, fair, and was subsequently recu- recruited into the Secret Six. Together, the Secret Six waged war against the society. This is two evil villains, evil groups going at it. Right, but it's serving Catman's goals. Yeah, but what, yeah, the, one of them killed all of his lions, so he joins the other one. Yeah, fair. Um, so he's under the... But Mockingbird is the one who runs the Secret Six, and uh, he's like... He actually, as I said, got Deadshot to kill all the lions, so Catman would join. Right. So, like, even they're kind of just looking down and like, he'll join, like, he's dumb. We'll just trick we'll him into... We'll trick him into doing because this. Because they've heard that he's now gotten really fit. And, and like his peak physical condition, um, but Deadshot would later apologize, and Catman actually forgave him eventually Aww. for the death because he's like, "You just got paid." It's Mockingbird. That's the problem. They kicked the show, Mockingbird. Yeah. Um, so Gail Simone is the is the writer that actually changed Catman completely. He has now achieved a new level of fame, portrayed as a cunning warrior with a sense of honor. The character is now a potent anti-hero. He's depicted with physical abilities that allowed him to fight um, even the best fighters to a standstill. He's different from most other villains in the sense that he has noble and heroic qualities. While Cheshire knows that Blake behaves more like a hero than a villain, he see, sees heroes such as the Justice League as being arrogant and abusive of their power. So, why he's interesting is because he's seen both sides of the coin. Yeah. He's been beaten by superheroes all of his life, but he also hates supervillains. Yeah, okay. I like that, because he, he, he sees superheroes like... They never even tried to get me to turn good. No. They just beat the shit out of me when I wasn't really even a threat. No. And then the villains are just dicks. And he doesn't want to do any bad stuff anymore. Like, he's completely turned his whole life around. He had, had like, a moment with Thor in Endgame where he was just at... just The lowest he could possibly be. And he became better. And just as he was getting better, he lived with the lions. He became, like, peak physical condition. He became peak him. Yeah. And then they killed all of his lions, like the villains did. So he doesn't trust either side. So this is where he gets interesting. He started as a Joe character in 1963 and has now become, like, 
this guy that's in between the lines of the two of them yeah. that is actually an incredible fighter, an incredible tactician. That's cool. Yeah. That's proper growth for yeah, a character. That's what I mean. And, and it's not like it's done in a lot of ways where um like in the golden age they like they just take the character's name and then they remake him. Yeah. Like, it's the same character. He's you gone you through... see him go through all the stages. Yeah. Of, like, he's like, I'll take over Gotham. And then he gets the shit kicked out of him several times. Yeah. Then he reappears in the 90s and Green Arrow kicks the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, and, and now he's back. And then he was like, if I can't even, like, he did, I think he just retires after the first few times of Batman. And then he goes off and just becomes a couch potato, as I said. Yeah. Gets real fat. Just becomes so down in his luck. Just is living by himself in this shitty place. Hits rock bottom. And he doesn't want anyone. And and Green Arrow just comes across him and kicks the shit over him. And so then he's like, right. Goes back to live with the lions. And then it's, and then he turns down the villain Enterprise. Because he's finally turned his life. And they kill everyone he loves. Yeah. He would be quite happy to just stay with the lions. Yeah. So his abilities. He actually has genius level intellect. Jesus. Right? Hand-to-hand combat advanced. He has tracking and weaponry. Because you forget he's also a master hunter. Because he grew up oh, as a course. master hunter at the very start. Yeah. Right? So he's like Craven the Hunter. But cooler. But he's Craven the Hunter and Batman combined. That's a dangerous man. <laughs> yeah. And he hates both sides. Yeah. So if you can get him on your side, you normally win. Um, his cat suit, Thomas Blake's suit, is made of a cloth belonging to a South, Afri- South Sea cat cult. It has some magical properties. Now, I think they've changed that recently. They right. got rid of it. But that was the original purpose. Um, he has enhanced senses. So the wearer of the suit can sense danger before it occurs. Cool. Bit of Spider-Man in there. Yeah. Um, the wearer of the suit can come back to life nine times with the resurrection. That's still crazy to um, me. He has a catmobile. He nice. used to have a catmobile back in the day. I don't think he has that anymore. Uh, the catarang. On Earth 1, Thomas Blake used the equivalent of a batarang. Painted in red, it has several spikes. Represents a cat's claw. Uh, although this character was originally introduced during DC's Earth 1 area, era, and their existence following the events of the 1985-86 crisis of every Earths remains intact. However, some elements of the character's pre-crisis history may have been altered. Um, but most, he's the, actually one of the only few Joe characters that just kept living. Yeah, the whole they continued to be themselves. Um, I hope I've kind of done him justice because there's a lot to go through. But at the same time, I think you have to read the comics to understand it's the change in mindset of the readers that is like he's a joke he's a joke and then you see him slowly become a serious like contender. slowly becoming and you believe it it's a believable change yeah he didn't just rock up one day and be cool and he now has loads of respect and if you actually if you google catman like there's loads of pages like catman's my favorite character I love Catman because he's so deep. He sounds more interesting than Batman. Yeah, like he has a way cooler backstory than a lot of heroes. Yeah. And he's he's lived, like you say, he's seen both sides. And he has principles. Yeah. Like, as he said, he's like, heroes never do anything for me, but villains have also never done anything for me. And I can do good in the world, but I don't need to join a fucking team. Yeah. I can just do my own thing. Yeah, I'm just going to do what I think is right. Yeah. So that's uh, my hero zero on Catman. Love it. I hope I did okay. That was a great report, mm-hmm, Connor. Great you. character, thank too. Thank you. No Madame Fatal. Um, no Madame Fatal. <laughs> Madame Fatal. <laughs> Madame Fatal, where she is. Um, I'm going to do the Nightwing report. Yeah. Which I'm sure will be extra long, by the way. Yeah, probably. Um, Strap in. I'm going to do 52. 52. So that is the year. The, the y- that's the year uh, re- 
uh, annual of, of Hero or Zero of the show. Yeah, and also it's just represents the new 52 which was given to me by Ed Ball one of our Patreons one of our delightful patrons so, over on Patreon fair play to him yeah fair play yeah. to you all lads so go on do you want to take us out there Sean? yeah thanks for listening to this episode of Hero Zero we'll be back on Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday and Friday with another Hero Zero it'll be my week next week so it's going to be Marvel yeah, I'm sure it's going to be Marvelous oh very good mm-hmm. very good Connor mm-hmm. um, shut the fuck up <laughs> If you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon. It's linked in the description or it's patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast. Uh, you can suggest topics for Hero Zero on there. You can send them to us on the email. Here's for hire underscore at outlook.com. On Instagram, on in- Twitter. Instagram and Twitter at heroes for hire pod on Twitter. Here's for hire podcast on Instagram. Yes. And just, you know, you'll figure it out. Yeah, you're, you're smart enough. You're a smart person. Yeah, come on now. Maybe yeah. not you, but you're a smart person, but not you. Not you, certainly not, not you. Not you, but you. <laughs> okay? Uh, the best way you can support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Yay! And I think that's it for this week. I think that's it. I'll see you next week. Why do you so confused? I think I'll see you next week. Oh, look, I'd like to be invited back. Ah, maybe. I might invite you back. Thanks um, very much. So I've been caught a lot. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.